everybody. It's great to have you back. We've been talking about God and His holiness, and I'm titling this Holy, Holy, Holy Part 2. So last week we talked about what it means to be holy. We described how uh, God is holy and His name is holy. You know, holiness is a top priority with God. In Hebrews 12:14, it says, without holiness, no one can see God. So it's uh, number one, right on top of the important list when it comes with God, because if we're not holy, we can't even see the Lord. Did you know that the word holy is mentioned 431 times in the Old Testament? And that doesn't even include, it, it doesn't even include the word holiness in the Old Testament. So it's really, really, really uh, important to God. It's in the forefront with God. Um, we also talked last week about other things in the Old Testament that were called holy. Uh, there was a day called that was called holy. That was the Sabbath. Uh, uh, there were places called holy, like God's holy mountain, where Moses received the law. Um, the holy city of Jerusalem, uh, Mount Zion was called a holy hill, and God's holy throne were all called holy. So there are places that are called holy. There was a nation called Holy, that's the uh, nation of Israel, God's people, um, the temple, temple and the tabernacle and the tent of meeting were all called Holy, along with some of the articles that were used for worship, such as the altar. Uh, the blood of sacrifices was called Holy. The incense used in worship was called Holy. The tithes and the offerings that people presented were called holy. There were certain years that were called holy, a whole year such as every 50 years was called the year of Jubilee and that was called holy. Things that were dedicated to the Lord are holy such as uh, a person's house if it was dedicated to the Lord, their fields, their produce, their livestock. There was uh, a holy fast and the law of God and his commandments are holy. So holiness is mentioned a whole lot in the Bible. Um, some of the words to, used to describe holiness are to be sacred, set apart, a separateness from sin, to be clean, to be pure, to be morally blameless, or to be set apart for holy use. But when we get to the New Testament, it's equally as important. The words holy and holiness are used 200 times in the New Testament. It's very clear that God is holy and we should regard him as holy and understand how important holiness is to him. Holiness is a big deal to God. In the New Testament, holy is used with Holy Spirit, having a holy faith, uh, a holy kiss was talked about, uh, greeting each other with a holy kiss. Talks about the holy church, lifting up holy hands in prayer. And God calls Christians holy. In the New Testament, we see that God makes us holy. And he also tells us to be holy or live holy. So today we're going to talk about uh, how God has made us holy. You know, every Christian... Everyone who's accepted Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior, repented of their sins, and uh, has put their faith in Jesus Christ, 
God calls them holy. He's made them holy. In Hebrews 10, 14, it says, For by that one offering, he forever made perfect those who are being made holy. And uh, what that kind of says, if you look at the Greek, it says, For by one offering, which is Jesus' death upon the cross, he has perfected forever, or he has obtained remission of sins, forgiveness and holiness for those who are set apart for God. So God did that for us in Jesus Christ when we put our faith in him. He makes us holy. He sets us apart. He um, forgives us and we're washed clean uh, by the blood of Jesus. In Acts 26, 15, Jesus is speaking to Saul of Tarsus. This is before he became Paul. He said, I am Jesus whom you are persecuting. The Lord replied, now get up and stand on your feet. I have appeared to you to appoint you as a servant and, and as a witness of what you have seen of me and what I uh, will show you. And then it goes on to say, I am sending you to them, to the, these Gentiles that he was talking about earlier, to open their eyes and turn them from darkness to light, from the power of Satan to God, so that they may receive forgiveness of sins and a place among those who are sanctified by faith in me. And that word sanctified means to make holy, to purify, to consecrate. So uh, Paul was sent to preach to the Gentiles to share Jesus with them so they could have forgiveness of sins and so that they could may be made holy too. Isn't that wonderful? It's such a wonderful gift that God has given us. In 1 Corinthians, the first chapter, verse 2, it says, To the church of God in Corinth to those sanctified or made holy in Christ Jesus and called to be holy, together with all those everywhere who call upon the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, their Lord and ours, grace and peace to you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. See, we can have peace with God because of uh, the atoning or blood of Jesus Christ, the sacrifice, because he's made us holy. He's made us sanctified and set apart. I'm so thankful for that, aren't you? You know, there's nothing that we can do by ourselves to make make ourselves holy. We have to depend on the blood of Jesus and the sacrifice that he made for us. In 1 Corinthians 6, 9, it says, Do you not know that the wicked will not inherit the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived. And then go on to verse 11, and it says, And that is what some of you were. We were all wicked and evil at one point. But you were washed, you were sanctified, you were justified in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and by the Spirit of our God. So God has sanctified us. He's made us holy. He washed us. He set us apart. He justified us through the blood of Jesus Christ. In 2 Corinthians, Corinthians 5.21 it says, God made him who knew no sin to be sin for us so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. So we were wicked, we were sinful, but through Jesus Christ, we become right with him. We become clean and pure. We become the very righteousness of God in Jesus Christ. Isn't it wonderful to be made holy by the Lord? In 1 Corinthians 1, verse 30, it says, So it is because of him, or uh, because of God, that you are in Christ Jesus, who has become 
for us wisdom from God, that is our righteousness, our holiness, and our redemption. Therefore, as it is written, he, let him who boasts, boast in the Lord. So Jesus Christ has become our righteousness, our holiness, and our redemption. We're made pure and holy because of Jesus Christ. And that is so much to be thankful for because we couldn't do it by ourselves. If we could be holy on our own, then there was no need for Jesus Christ. But God has given us this wonderful, wonderful gift. And we can be holy only because of the blood of Jesus Christ. Charles Spurgeon said, holiness is not the way to Christ. Christ is the way to holiness. So Christ Jesus has made us holy in faith in him. Leonard Ravenhall said, the greatest miracle that God can do today is to take an unholy man out of an unholy world and make that man holy and put him back into that unholy world and keep him holy in it. <laughs> Let me say that again. The greatest miracle that God can do today is to take an unholy man out of an unholy world and make that man holy and put him back into that unholy world and keep him holy in it. So God took us as sinners. He made us holy. Now he puts us back in the world and he wants us to live holy. Uh, he wants us to be holy and to live holy. So God is so good that he, he, he requires holiness of us and he gives us that as a free gift. He, he changes our nature. He makes us new creations and he makes deep down on the inside of us, our inner being is holy and set apart and sanctified for God. And I just think, I'm so thankful for that, aren't you? Well, if you've never experienced this, if you still feel like you're a sinner, that you've never been washed clean by the blood of Jesus, I just uh, uh, encourage you to repent of your sins today and turn to the Lord. Um, ask uh, the Lord to forgive you and just put your trust in Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And he will change your life. He will make you holy. And that, that's an awesome way to be. So next week, I'm going to talk about what the Bible says about holy living. God not only makes us holy, but he requires us to live a holy life. And we're going to talk about that. And uh, I look forward to it. I hope you do too. Uh, we'll see you next week. God bless you. Bye-bye.